Welcome to episode one of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. So welcome along to Iron Man Talk. This is the first in what we hope is many podcasts on Iron Man Triathlon. My name is Bevan James Isles, and next to me I have John Newson. Um, over the next period, we hope to be bringing you weekly podcasts on all things about Iron Man Triathlon. So we thought we'd start today just uh, giving you a bit of an introduction on us. So, John, here you go, mate. Very good. Very good. Very good. Yeah. So, what got you into the sport? Um, probably about 15 years ago, I uh, was getting a bit sick of being a swimmer, so I was a swimmer until I was about 13, 14, so I thought I'd give uh, triathlons a crack, and by default, you're automatically pretty fit from swimming, so from day one, it, it seemed to go pretty well, and started off and moved through the ranks, short course stuff, and just slowly built my way up, and, and on, onwards and upwards. And were you successful early on? Yeah, I mean, the first race I did was uh, an automatic success, the sport was still pretty new there, um, so... I was lucky enough to be introduced to New Zealand's top coach basically from day one. Um, from my swim coach introduced me to a guy called John Hallamans, um, who's coached you know the likes of Aaron Baker and a lot of the top New Zealand athletes. Uh, he sort of took me under his wing from day one, and um, so I had a pretty good grounding and then just a really good work ethic and just you know not expecting too many amazing results too quickly and just trained away and, and got better and better each year. So where'd you go from there? Um, Really, we just started off trying to build up my running strength. Um, introduced me to the bike, which is something I'd never done before. And uh, how was that? Yeah, I used to, when I first saw my first entry form for an Olympic distance triathlon. I thought, holy crap, this is a forty-kilometer bike ride. <laughs> and uh, I was used to riding down to the roundabout. My, my my previous training ride was to get on my bike, ride as hard as I could from home, about five kilometers down the road, turn around, go home easy. That was my training <laughs> ride. So that's where it all started, really. And so you kind of did it for a few years and did it lead to any kind of... Yeah, I went on to join up with the New Zealand junior team. Um, and oh, that's cool. when I first started travelling. Uh, went over to America, did some, an altitude camp at Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah. So that was a, a new experience doing altitude. Um, luckily enough, we got invited to races in Japan and Hong Kong. Um, went to World Junior Champs a few times. And then was lucky enough to, to hook up with some top New Zealand guys and we headed over to Europe for a couple of seasons um, and raced for a, um, a pro outfit over there on the French circuit. Go on, name drop. Yeah, right. I used to train <laughs> with, uh, with Bevan Doherty, um, guys like Paul Amy. We used to have Chris McCormick um, come and train with us, Craig Watson. So I was, I was really lucky to be surrounded by some of the best names yeah, in the wow. sport. And, uh, and that's really been pretty fundamental to my coaching is... Um, taking bits and pieces from, from, from loads of different guys. Um, I don't think there's one steadfast rule for everybody with training. And yeah. um, so I've sort of picked up bits and pieces from loads of different athletes and coaches around the world. Um, so you're obviously a coach outside of... Yeah, that's now my full-time career. So I've got an online coaching business, um, athletes around Go the on, world. Go give it a plug. Triathloncoach.net. It's where it all happens. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, with the advent of the internet, it's it's really opened up a lot of doors. Uh, I've got athletes in the States, Canada, uh, Poland, Ireland, um, Hong Kong, New Zealand. Yeah, good so it's, it's, uh, it's great, you know, uh, and there's, there's no more boundaries anymore. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Mm. So what got you into Ironman? Um, I'd always wanted to do Ironman, um, and I was always felt I was a little bit too young, and, and I really got to a stage with Olympic distance where I felt I'd achieved 
as much as I wanted to. Um, I finished my career on a, on a really big high with some fantastic races in Asia. Um, and I decided I just want to take the next step, see what Ironman was all about, and um, and just, just continue the education and, and seeing what it's about. Nice. And uh, so where's that led you? Uh, my first Ironman was Ironman South Africa. I remember um, you telling me about how you were in the lead on yeah, the bike. <laughs> I, I hadn't quite got to grips with what Ironman's all about. And, uh, yeah, the swim was pretty, pretty straightforward from a short course guy and swimming was one of my strengths. So I think I was second out of the water and, uh, I thought, righto, I'll give this Ironman a crack. Got on the front, had Spencer Smith and Lothar leaders sitting behind me in my first Ironman. Cruising Helicopters. <laughs> Cameras next to me thinking, oh, this is all right. This is a piece of cake. And, uh, and I soon realized that about 120K in, um, that it wasn't quite such a piece of cake, yeah. but still got through it. And, uh, you know, the main thing whenever you race is uh, always keep looking forward and you always keep learning stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so start telling us a bit about yourself, Evan. How did you get into it? Well, I, uh, for a job, I teach fitness, teach aerobics for a living. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you work in a gym, you're always looking for another outlet outside of the gym for your own fitness. And so for me, I started, there was a guy at the gym who was really into adventure sports. And so I did a thing called the Coast to Coast, which in New Zealand is quite a big event. And... Uh, it was all right, but it wasn't that challenging for me. And so then I did a marathon, and again, it wasn't. It was challenging, but it was you know it wasn't the thing that really pushed me to my limit. And uh, it was either multi sport or Ironman, and the cost of Ironman was cheaper, so I thought I'll go with Ironman. So you're really a cheapskate. Yeah, <laughs> it's a common theme that will come up. Um, but yeah, so then I tried my first Ironman, and um, it was just so hard, and it was just like. Wow, this is this is the challenge I need in my life, and so and it started from there, and yeah. Any reason why you didn't go into short course first, or you decided uh, to go long straight away? Yeah, I'm, I'm not the strongest swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> my first ever triathlon was an Ironman, so um, this yeah. Is a, this is not the coach advocating. This, <laughs> this is not the way it should be done. You go on a, a three year plan. You do sprint distance, you do Olympic distance, you do half Ironman, and you go on. So Bevan's but, breaking all the rules. Yeah, I'm the total opposite. So you know, I wasn't a strong swimmer, and I knew that would be an issue. So. Um, I worked at swimming and I was really happy with my first swim. It took me an hour three and I did my first Ironman in just uh, 10.59. So I was happy to get under 11 hours. And then from there, um, I just started taking it more serious. My next Ironman, I wanted to qualify for Hawaii and I managed to do that in New Zealand. Did Hawaii, which um, was in 2004, I think it was, when the winds were up. It was a really hard race. And uh, then I jumped on board with John here as my coach Mm -hmm. and uh, we've managed to achieve some big things. I managed to win my age group. In New Zealand last year and aiming to go pro around this time next year and hopefully get a top 10 in New Zealand. And what, what from your first start, few Ironmans, what did you find the most challenging aspect of the race? Not necessarily the training, but the actual race. I think it was just really lack of experience, you know, like going into the race and, you know, my first one, I didn't use a coach and I just kind of, you know, my two weeks before the race, I did a 10-hour training day, you know, like things like that, which are just, you look back now and it seems stupid, but, you know, you just don't know and that's where, when I, once I moved on to using you, it made a big difference um and yeah and so the pacing you know like the second half of the run i was just miserable and wandering along kind of wondering why i was there but at the same time you know at the end of it when you get to that finish line it's it's gold so so yeah so that's what got me into the sport you know and it's now one of my biggest passions in life and you know that's why we john and i thought we'd bring this to you guys and you know share our passion with you guys and take it further mm. so what we're looking to do is we're thinking about bringing you a weekly podcast that has all things Ironman. So we're aiming to bring you the latest news on what's been happening 
and the latest reviews on the latest products thinking of trying to get some interviews with some of the big names in the game and uh we believe we can do that. We've got some networks. So We've got the networks. We've got the networks, so that's kind of cool. One thing I know for myself is that when I ride my bike, I often listen to podcasts because I imagine most of you have iPods or MP3 players that you listen to when you're out riding. So we thought this is a great medium for you guys to be listening to stuff that interests you and the thing you're passionate about. So yeah, so yeah, that's kind of what we're up to. Um, Today's podcast is going to be a little bit shorter. We're going to be aiming to go for anywhere from half an hour to an hour normally. But today we're just trying to get it started so we can get it on iTunes. So we're going to keep it kind of short. And then basically from next week forward or once we get it in second one, we'll be aiming to get it out on a Wednesday every week and uh, be about an hour long and we'll be covering all these things we've been talking about. Um, but we did think we would talk about one thing today and it's the Queenstown Ironman. Now can you tell me a bit about it, John? Well, we've got to be careful not to call it an Ironman to start with, <laughs> because it's, <laughs> not, it's not an official Ironman. Uh, it's Iron, an Ironman distance race, which is becoming a bit more popular. So, it's so actually. Well, what does it mean? Well, it's basically it's a licensing fee, and uh, the reason why they're not calling it an Ironman is you have to pay the Ironman Corporation a whole stack of money to, to so have. So Ironman is like a franchise. Ironman is like a franchise. So. So this race is actually called Challenge Queenstown. Um, which is it, in New Zealand. Which is in New Zealand. It's uh, probably the hot spot of New Zealand tour of, in terms of where tourists go. It's uh, an absolute amazing place. A bit like um, maybe Aspen in the States. Yep. In the winter, it's a real hot spot for all the winter sports. Um, there's you know, skiing, there's amazing lakes, adventure sport, paragliding. Uh, it's the home of bungee jumping. And it's just an amazing little place. So the event is called Challenge Queenstown. Um, it will be an Ironman distance race, even though it's not called an Ironman. Um, and probably most interestingly, it's actually a sister race to, to Roth in Germany. Um, and as we know, that used to be an Ironman, and it's now gone alone, and it's called the, the Cal Challenge. And, and so is Roth, is Roth successful in its own way? It has. I mean, it, it's always been fantastically successful. It. It's a race I would love to go and do. Uh, there's so many good things about it. Things like the beer mile, which is a table, which is a mile long, and just guys drinking beer all day. What, while you're doing the race? Yeah. Oh, Iron Man drinking. <laughs> just, just hundreds of thousands of people watching the race. So I think it's the, the triathlon equivalent of the Tour de France, uh, and plus it's a very, very fast course, and, and the world record, I think, there is 7.51 by Luke Van Laird. So it's a fast course. Um, spectators are great, and as we all know, I mean, the, the Germans are just fanatical about triathlon, and especially long-distance triathlon. And so, so this race here is actually a sister race to Roth. Mm. So what does that actually mean? Um, I think probably first and foremost it'll help with the promotion. Um, the guy who organises the, the Queenstown race is a guy called Matt Tuck, um, who owns a, a sports business in New Zealand, which does Pro4, which is an energy supplement yeah, company. sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> Pro4, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they've gone into a five-year sponsorship agreement with Roth. Um, and so oh, I think okay. part of that is probably to bring the race, uh, you know, a separate race out to New Zealand. Roth is oversubscribed every year. I think this year they had uh, about 1,100 um, athletes wanting to race that got turned away and I think wow. additional 500 teams as well. So that's one other unique difference with Roth and with the, the, the Queenstown race is that it will have a team aspect to it. Uh, and one thing we've been encouraging the race directors is instead of having just like a swimmer, biker, runner, that you have one person doing the swim and then the two team members split the rest of the race up. So one does the swim and half of the bike oh, okay. and half of the run and the other team member does the other half of the bike and half of the run. So 
great great training really for the guys that perhaps preparing for later in the season um you know be a good training day out now like i know for me when doing ironman hawaii is the ultimate really you know like you everyone wants to do hawaii do you think this will be a disadvantage because obviously there's going to be no slots for hawaii in this race uh, i i think it will be i think uh, what what we'll probably find is the first few years they'll, they'll, they'll struggle for numbers yeah um because i think especially for first timers they will want to go and do an iron man race they you want that say, medal don't you yeah. <laughs> I am an Iron Man. It's uh, silly, really, isn't it? But I suppose it makes sense. It is, um, but but that that's the way the cookie has crumbled. <laughs> it's the culture, and and so I think people, a lot of people, will be drawn firstly to an Iron Man event, um, and obviously those that want to qualify for Hawaii will be drawn to Iron Man events as well. But I think for for the average weekend warrior, once you've done a race, you know, maybe three, four times, um, yeah. you know, you're always looking for a new challenge. That's why a lot of triathletes come from a short course background um they're looking for that extra challenge once you've done a race three or four times yeah, yeah. um you want to find if it's closer new. and if it's yeah, yeah exactly and it's probably going to be cheaper for you because it's a closer drive yeah yeah it's like only four hours from where we are so what part of the time of the year is it um for international athletes uh the race is i believe january the 21st uh, i think that's a saturday so that's um, new zealand so that's down in new zealand so for those of you Flying in from outside of the world, you would more than likely fly direct into Auckland or Christchurch, and then it's another flight down to Queenstown, which is sort of towards the bottom of the middle of the South Island. Um, a fantastic place. So for the American and all you know American athletes, at least it's it's going to be their winter, isn't it? It will be middle of winter, so I mean it would be our a, summer. Yeah, m- yeah, middle of our summer. So get out of winter, come and see some nice weather. Fantastic part of the country, and I know a lot of people just need an excuse to come down to New Zealand. So yeah, here's another excuse. It's paradise, I tell you. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> but you know it should be a fantastic race. Is it a tough course? Uh, it's going to be a challenging day at the office. I don't think there's too many questions about that. The swim will be. Um, fresh to probably put it mildly so if you are coming out you probably need a uh an air prem helmet it oh, will, really? be, will be pretty chilly in the swim uh it's in a lake called lake wakatipu that's just amazingly spectacular but it is a little on the cold side and the bike will be uh as a two lap um course which will be very very challenging um really? it's it's going to be undulating yeah. um i have a term i call <laughs> ki- kiwi undulating kiwi undulating yeah that's so the- there's not going to be any. I think there's not going to be any long, challenging climbs, but it'll be quite rolling the whole way. So it's a two-lap course on the run, and we won't be seeing any world records out there on the run on the, on the bike course. Um, and then the run is going to be really nice as well. Not going to be too challenging. It's on a trail that goes from Queenstown to a small town called Frankton and back, uh, and that'll be a two-lap course. Should be quite nice. Run through the town of Queenstown twice. Oh, that's cool. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Is there a website? Uh, there is. I don't know the exact details. Maybe it's our can, job for can, the week. We can put it up maybe on our website. I think it's something like challengequeenstown.com or something like and that. I, I'm not sure if it's actually live yet. I went and checked it out the other day and no. they were saying it was coming up. It's and, supposed to be going live in April. Oh, April. Oh, well, which well, maybe it has because this is April now. So. <laughs> um, oh, cool. So, yeah. Okay. So, basically, that's us for today. We're going to... Uh, get this out there and get this on iTunes and all the other pod kind of directories out there. Um, we look forward to catching up for you next week where we um, will be a bit more kind of formal in the way we do things. We're going to basically have a structure and bring it on from there. So uh, thanks for your time, John. Thank you very much. You got much planned for the day? We've uh, had my little run this morning and then I'm off to see a couple of athletes this afternoon. Actually, uh, I was well impressed because I was up on the hills doing a bike ride myself. And who do you see out of the middle of nowhere? It's John <laughs> on the run. So um, that's good. I've got a 
well, it's my day done. I'm, <laughs> I'm finished after this. <laughs> I got an easy life. You need to, to be an Iron Man. So thanks for your time, and uh, we'll catch up same time, same place next week. Have a good week.